episode of Speaker of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circuit Barakil, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikto Rabentau, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Arcadia Lunashine, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grino, Elenriel Maximus, Coderith Novelis, Mira Miri, Bay Barbalay, Suno Shikano, Celesta Nutrell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Storm Arrow, Tex, Kyle Lynn, AJ Brainswordson, Anathus Moonscar, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Cypup, Spencer Christmas, Noy Fafnir, Cheshire Saltiri, Celine Deloon, and Webster Wolf. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Highland. Good evening, Aorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Fightland, episode 299. I'm Lukiel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Yuri Wiston, Mela Vanadar, and Rollo Dez. Hello, Hello. everyone. Hello. Hello. Uh, today's episode, uh, it's uh, May 15th. It's a Sunday. It's very odd, um, but here we are. Um, this episode will focus... Well, our main story, I should say, is regarding... Is regarding uh, is going to be um, about third-party tools. Where it's right, it was the most annoying week to push the episode back. Was when all of this shit went down. Uh, we had to wait, uh, but oh. here we go. Late to the to the party. Uh, we'll talk about uh, all the stuff that's gone down this week uh, regarding third-party tools. Uh, we'll also be talking about housing updates uh, or the 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 sixth sixth housing update. Um, and of course, we'll be reading your mog mail, speakersxiv.com slash mog mail. Stay tuned for the post show. We'll be answering questions from the syndicate. Um, and that's that. We should probably mention that Eurovision is over now. That is why we're here on a Sunday. Never forget. Uh, we have entered. <laughs> uh, yeah, UK got their best position in, uh, in, since 97. So that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, uh, Ukraine won. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. See you there next year. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. All right. Well, we hope we can hope that we will see you there next year. There is, there mm -hmm. is, there is a possibility we can. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, that's that. Let's jump into recent events. All right. Well, let's just uh, jump into it. Uh, the housing lottery <laughs> debacle. This is six one. This oh is my god! Sixth housing mm -hmm. update. Um, I feel like this is all we talked about for <laughs> a year now. Essentially, we get like a, it feels like we get an update once a week, but it's it's been longer than that. But God, imagine how many how many lotteries would there have been at this point if shit had worked? Four or five? Crazy. Crazy. Uh, four at this point, I think. Yeah, four. Those awards would have been full by now. Yeah. The award I'm in has like 
two other people in FC1. So right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope these wards stop feeling so empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this uh, this uh, update was uh, posted on the Lodestone on May 13th. It's from Yoshi P. Uh, so here we go. This is Naoki Yoshida, producer and director of Final Fantasy XIV. I thank you for your continued patience as we work to resolve the ongoing issues with the housing lottery system introduced in patch 6.1. These issues have been extensive and persistent, and I truly apologize for the time it has taken to resolve them. However, I am pleased to report that we have completed preparations to implement our fixes and restore lottery data. So this... Here's some bullet points. Reproducing the issue, fixing identified errors, verifying fixes, restoring lottery data. We have completed the above steps to identify and correct the reported issues and are now ready to conduct maintenance on the public servers. Uh, as I mentioned in our previous update, we will be conducting maintenance to restore lottery results data on Monday, May 16th. This maintenance will fix identified errors and properly relay lottery results for affected plots to the appropriate servers. As a result, winning lottery numbers will be displayed correctly and land purchases may be finalized accordingly. Temporary suspensions imposed on plot purchases and relocations will be lifted. If you have a winning lottery number, please be sure to finalize your land purchase by 2.59 uh, p.m. That's 14.59 for the uh, Central Europeans uh, on Thursday, May 26th uh, or, uh, well, essentially 1 a.m. Uh, AEST on Friday, the 27th of May. The next lottery cycle will begin promptly at 3 p.m. GMT on Thursday, May 26th, 1 a.m. Uh, AEST on Friday, 27th of May, at which point you will lose the ability to claim land you won during this lottery. We will announce this deadline again as it grows closer, so please do not forget to claim your land. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. Uh, do get that done before May 26th slash 27th. Um, After this week's maintenance. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you might be a winner. Who knows? Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. next In the next lottery cycle, once we have confirmed that data restoration was successful and everything is operating as intended, the housing lottery will resume. The next lottery cycle will begin at 3 p.m. GMT on Thursday, May 26th, or 1 a.m. EST on Friday, 27th. Of May. It will have a typical five-day entry period and four-day results period. Uh, as this is very important, allow me to reiterate, you must finalize all land purchases for this current lottery before the next lottery cycle begins. Um, for winning participants who already received this, I, this, this is good. For winning participants who already received a gill refund due to the winning lottery number of zero error. Once lottery data has been restored, some participants may discover that they had, in fact, won the lottery, despite already receiving a refund due to the lottery number error. Yeah, even if you do, even <laughs> if your deposit was refunded due to the system error, your ability to finalize the purchase of a one plot will remain unaffected. Mm -hmm. In patch 6.2, we plan to implement an NPC. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to read this line. In patch 6.2, we plan to implement an NPC by which you may voluntarily return the deposit you were accidentally <laughs> refunded. <laughs> no honesty one's going to do that. What it's the an honesty fuck? box. <laughs> and I believe people will. Uh, if only we had uh, honesty boxes for houses in real life. My God. God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask. Uh -huh. I feel like we're going to see people that are going to be like, 
make sure to put the money back. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was oh, a glitch. Yeah. I turned in my money. Everyone else. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, that's a lot of new money in this in the economy, so, though. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. A, they made a mistake. Not good. <laughs> uh, as these housing lottery issues have been significant and caused great stress and frustration in many players, we have no intention of performing a data rollback to forcibly rescind any refunded gill. We will make an announcement regarding the voluntary return of housing deposits once the NPC in question is ready to be implemented. Now, I will say, if this doesn't 6. say... 2. <laughs> it doesn't... Yeah, that too. That's great. The, the, they also... It doesn't mention anything about, like, maybe incentives. Maybe you can get something no. back by... Yeah, uh, by... a unique title. What, what if you just got a little hat? Just a oh, hat. Oh, yeah. Hmm. People <laughs> no, would want that. a unique title that says... Unique title, know, honest. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certified sucker. <laughs> oh. hey, that would be great for for your new uh, ERP uh, <laughs> maybe a full 99 stack of stacks of magic prisms <laughs> so, oh, some purple I, magic oh prisms. yeah something not important like that mm. could work yeah I, I have to ask like what is this npc mm. is this, what's his name like it's gonna be tax man what's it be like mm, we, we found money bags <laughs> we gonna, found uh, i'm like, gonna say yeah. Like, what's there the dialogue go. gonna be like? It's just gonna be, oh, we found you had an error. Uh, would you mind paying it back, adventurer? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. I'm going to seek out this NPC once yeah. oh, yeah. in two minutes. Oh, yeah. I want to know. I'm so curious. Yeah. He's just gonna be like, stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna be such a good citizen. I'm gonna go up to that NPC and pay anyway, even though I already got my house. Yeah. And I didn't ha get a refund for it, so I'm taking money out the system. Imagine I'm gonna refund all my gil. Imagine, because a lot of people won't be able to pay back, because a lot of people have moved on with their lives after this, and maybe you spend mm. their their gil. Uh, but imagine... Yeah, like, what happens if you don't, don't have the money? Does he just, um, does he then, just take all your money? Yeah, no, you're you a have zero gil. <laughs> You're a house thief, yeah. and you should it's be branded as such. In or the can game. you get, or do you get debt? Does the game give you debt? Uh, Voluntary uh, debt. There will be like uh, a tax how, uh, deduction to everything you earn. Like all quests will have like uh, deducted. Yes. <laughs> uh, that would be so funny. Uh, they they should bring debt into fourteen. I mean, they already have the housing crisis. Mm, let's just bring I agree debt with you. Yeah. <laughs> just, let's bring it full circle. Uh, yeah, I just can't Point imagine. Two. I can't imagine having like 50 million gil that you got back and then you have a house for free mm. and now you're just going to be like, and, and you're just like, could you please, 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 please give back the 50 million gil? <laughs> it's like, we made a mistake. I, I'm going to camp this NPC. I want to see the kind of people. Oh, yeah. I just want to know, like, what kind of, can I convince you to like buy Bitcoin too? <laughs> what? Like, what, can I ask you to wire me some money? <laughs> Convince to buy to buy Luna. Mm, no. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, speaking of, I guess uh, we're gonna move on to. Speaking of money. Speaking of money, we need to talk oh. about uh, Square Enix's uh, financial results. Uh, we oh, have number go up. We have <laughs> <laughs> sharp rise uh, <laughs> in fourteen subscribers um, as the release of. <laughs> Endwalker contributes to 6% rise in sales for gaming division. 
um, year ending March 2022. So essentially everything else in Square Enix is pointing down <laughs> except for 14, uh, which is pointing up. Um, so... Mm -hmm. The future is bright for Square Enix. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of I, NFT farming to do. Uh, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I'm sure 16 is going to do well. Maybe even Kingdom Hearts 4 or whatever. Kingdom Hearts will do well. So. Yeah, but it's, it's still weird to, you know, to have the game you like kind of trapped in a sinking ship almost. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not saying Square is going to explode, but there's kind of that feeling of like, yeah, this game's great. Let's do it well. Every, uh, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Babylon's Fall? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that the operational word. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're sort of doubling down on this all this NFT shit as well. We talked about last week, but they're still doing it. And, and now even like since we last talked about it this has gotten way worse like some cryptocurrencies have collapsed so i don't know mm -hmm. it's so uh, good it is yeah, it wasn't just the nfts it was the crypto it was crypto yeah, yeah, yeah everything yeah. follows um and now you kind We're of see that it's, it's essentially turning into just the stock market but with less security and regulation yeah. so oh, you should have invested yeah. in a stable coin because yeah. that's tied to real world value that's why even those yeah. still stable coins aren't stable <laughs> even <at> that <laughs> collapsed so that's <laughs> bonkers um yeah so invest in speakers coin I think uh, guarantee profits within the first year. We will never uh, trust do that. Me, and also, I will say, if you have any like cryptocurrency, you might, you might want to cash out now <laughs> because this. I don't know about this one. Yeah. Shout um, out to my parents. They got into crypto. Have they cashed out? They, yeah. I, I don't know. They're if they living the dream out, they right got now. Super, super into crypto. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like investing. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Because some they have like six monitors on the go and just watching it going up and down all day. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's dangerous. Uh, uh, I cashed out a while ago. I made my money. Yeah, it, yeah. It, as long as you made some oh, money, just, just yeah. It was the listen. It was all about GameStop. That was my big sell. That was. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish I'd done that. Yeah. Uh, Don't stock, worry. Stock, I'm gonna buy Final Fantasy One. <laughs> yeah. So if I buy, I'll buy FF One as an NFT. So I have the rights to the game mm -hmm. as a you know well, you as an NFT. Buy... So I've only got the only one in. Has the someone systems. bought Tomb Raider? Yeah, or is it? Yeah, out? I think Tomb Raider's yeah. gone over to the that European IDOS. Oh, okay, I see. It's uh, the same company. I think they also bought Gex. Oh my god, mm. Gex and the Gecko is he coming <laughs> yeah, back? Yeah, I think they bought Gex. Yeah. Well, too. IDOS owns Gex, so that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, but it's all by this one big European company that's like just collecting IPs. And yeah, yeah. Company, so. Collecting them. Are like they doing anything cards. with them? No. Oh uh, well, more than Square Enix is doing, because boy, that they treat their Western companies like shit. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, 14 is carrying Square Enix on its back right now. Uh, hopefully, something else will. Well, I mean, you mentioned Kingdom Hearts and also 16. Like, those are going to be big sellers, hopefully. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think Mobile Division's doing pretty well still. The Mobile Division's like, doing fine, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, people. Mm -hmm. It's just not where our interest is. I mean, Consider the fact that they keep making Kingdom Hearts mobile games with very important story in them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Don't forget near reincarnated or whatever mm -hmm. it's called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I remember hearing that there's a Dragon Quest 12 coming out at some point. So even if that's not like super successful in the West, it's going to do 
Oh, massively well, well in well, Japan. That's yeah. Well, they did sell. Didn't they sell their Avengers studio, like the studio that developed the Avengers game as yes, well? They did. So they're they're okay. sort of re- getting rid of some of the IPs that they, I felt, couldn't really manage that well. Uh, no, I, I, they shouldn't be in these like Western companies yeah. at all. They treated them like dog shit, and yeah. they like really mm. hampered their releases. And what do we get for it? We got Final Fantasy Twenty Seven and Deus Ex: Human Revolution. <laughs> yes. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they still can maintain some of their Western IPs. Uh, they still have Life is Strange. Yes. I think they still have a couple of others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think things like Life is Strange are they contract out to independent studios as well. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They just own the IPs. See, someone mentions Forspoken. I don't know if that's going to do Forspoken? well. Forspoken? Yeah. Like, I've heard super, like... Shit. I know, it sounds weird. I've heard some people excited for it. But some I don't people know will always enough. be excited. There's always never going to oh, be, like, no you, one excited. I just... Have you heard the stuff about Ball in Wonderland? No. Oh, they're not making another um, one, are they? Well, no, because... Are you talking about the CEO saying, CEO saying it's a game they could heartily recommend? Well, I didn't know that part, but no, I'm talking what? about something else. The um, the Sega man, Sonic man, I always forget his name, but the guy who made Ball. Oh, no, I know he, this. Yeah, where he like got removed from development, like I think halfway through or something like that, or like towards the end. So he essentially didn't get to finish the game and he had like lots of really bad things to say about uh, Yuji well, <laughs> Naka, that's it. Yeah, he had lots I've... of bad things to say about Square Enix. It's... See, that's yeah. prob that's probably true, but I've also there's uh, I've heard many stories recently about how he's a very difficult person to work with. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it might be a bit of like one side is both sides are I, wrong in this case. Listen, I believed in Fairland Wonderland World. World. I Wonderland. believed it until I tried the demo and it had one book. Oh, Wonderworld. Yeah, <laughs> it's, word, it's, it's world. Some, I'm sure it could have been an okay game if maybe they let him finish it. I mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, well, there you go. That's uh, the financial results. Uh, very exciting. Um, weapon design contest. Um, there you go, already. Yeah, for Reaper and Sage. Um, not much to say about this. Uh, expansion or something. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can apply for that now, or you can send in your designs. Um, yeah. I mean, there's. I don't know what else there is to say. It's the same as every other contest. Just go to the lodestone and find all the info there. Anyone who submits in uh, uh, weapon design, but also watches this channel, make sure to put like a little speakers reference in like the very corner tip mm. of like the weapon. Just okay. like put one of our faces, just over one of our faces. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought maybe <laughs> having like you know a little frog or something that would be nice. But... Yeah. No, just I want our face on. Just do it. Okay. Put an <laughs> E on like it. The... Yeah, that's good. That's a good old reference. I like that they made three reference sheets for the three different types of sage weapons. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, I'm submitting my design, so I'm going to probably win. So, you didn't win last time. I, I didn't submit that. Is it the same theme oh, as the last one? No, it's a real one. Oh, okay. Okay, All good. Right. Um... So, yeah, uh, I'm not going to read all the countries. It's the same countries as before. Um, you know, go to the Lodestone and f- see for yourself. 
All right, uh, it is time to jump into some Mogmail, speakersexyv.com slash Mogmail. Here we go. <laughs> this one's from Zora Akari, I think. Uh, uh, so Todoraka. Uh, when they said they were getting rid of the goop, I honestly thought that was going to be it. I think we were all surprised to just see a brand new dungeon complete with a little preview of those upcoming visual enhancements. I don't really know if any other dungeon needs a complete overhaul, but would you like to see uh, any other dungeon get that kind of redesign? Tamtara Deepcroft feels kind of antiquated now that Todorak got the upgrade. It was never anywhere near as bad, but they could streamline it while making it look even spookier for the lead up to Tamtara Hard. What do you all think? I don't think they're going to touch any more realm uh, 2.0 dungeons. I should say no, but they have uh, they have touched on the old dungeons in small ways. Like um, mm -hmm. a lot of people have reported back saying, like lighting has changed in a lot of dungeons. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's minor things like um, we didn't talk about it. A fucking um, stone vigil uh, got mm -hmm. a bit of a. a, a what, what visual overhaul yeah, for the visual. second boss. Yeah, visual oh, yeah. overhaul. Um, um, the second boss now uses exaflares instead of having the tornadoes, I believe. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, that's a nice change. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, they actually added some uh, of the newer animations, too, to, like, Praetorium and all that stuff. Oh, yeah? Like, the mm -hmm. uh, the weapon sheath and weapon draw ones. Uh, they use oh, those yes, animations. yes. Okay, all right. And, Interesting. Um, and some cutscenes. And then, of course, all of the markers and telegraphs. We talked about that last time, but uh, yeah. that's also implemented everywhere. Um, so which uh, other dungeon? So now we're talking like redesign. Although, I th yeah, I agree with Gurgit. I think it is unlikely they're going to go back to a Realm Reborn dungeons, but um, they might still I mean, touch... they, they haven't they haven't done the 2.1 through 2.5 yeah, dungeons, exactly. so that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. any and of this, those... like, this isn't a... Yeah. This is a 2.0 dungeon, but they didn't mention anything about it, so maybe they are planning on changing it, because I wouldn't mind them updating uh, Wanderer's Palace. I was Palace. just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, Wanderer's Palace is like one... is a dungeon that's very old, like a Realm Reborn vanilla in design. Um, mm -hmm. Although I do no, like the like stupid like the the tonberry sort of chains chasing you and they're being like that's that. fine remember that like first well, room you come into where there's me. two paths and then you trigger if you go the wrong way you trigger a trap that spawns more mobs mm. uh, the chasing part i don't mind the thing that annoys me is that you have to kill the tonberries in order to be able to activate all the switches and then you have to <clears> the most annoying one is the one that you have to run all the way to the end of the hallway and then run back to the door yeah because yeah. it's yeah. They the switches are a bit weird you essentially just enter a big open room in that section where there's just paths mm. going yeah it, it's um yeah, that one this, I would This like. make the Tomberry faster, too. It's not a threat anymore. I just, I want to feel the fear again. He's kind and of fast if you don't have the DPS, though. I remember back mm. when it was mm. new. Like, well, obviously, it was new then, so uh, it was different. I don't think that would happen now. But, um, mm. you know, has still having, like, three or four mobs left. They're all, like, half health. And then someone in chat yeah. goes, Tomberry, Tomberry. I remember having a macro <laughs> with, like, a sound going off for that dungeon. <laughs> More I... DPS now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When you did it minimum eye level, I mean, you could still get caught by it. They can't speed it up too quickly. Otherwise, people who choose to do it minimum eye level are going to be screwed over. Yeah. That wasn't I there a way... Them up. I just make them more dangerous. Yeah. I think you could, like... 
uh, bait it away if you because it, it had a it had a fixed like track i think oh and yeah yeah in that room where there's like a trap i think it could go if you went to the trap but not cross it the tombray would just le- like not see you i think mm-hmm. but um yeah uh, i liked that but that's sort of like old very old school mmo thing that most people don't do anymore anyways mm-hmm. anyone from just yeah go on. do um King Mog again. I know it's not a dungeon, but just I, I don't like that entire fight at all. I fucking hate it so much. Like, I mean, they already ch- changed it so that Mog goes invincible now. So that yeah, you, you can't, can't mess it up now. That's just true. Enti- I don't even like that first phase. Even just get rid, <laughs> get rid of it. That's it. That would be the improvement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Delete well, like, that entire quest line. That's the first eight-man trial that you encounter now. It is. Yeah, is it? That's oh, your that's introduction right. to uh, the game. Mm-hmm. What a bad time. Are, are there any like patch dungeons in a realm reborn? Like like point like 2.1, 2.5 that you would like a big overhaul on? Oh, I turned off my monitor. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think of one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of ones you actually have to do. All I can think of uh, are ones that are worth running. Well, they change ones that you don't even have to do, like um, uh, Zamile. Oh, OK. Just because, just if they're not required, that doesn't mean that they won't touch them. Maybe make Keeper of the Lake oh, not have quite as go. many annoying gates. They're never going to remove gates. They like having mm. gates. I know, but some of them are already irritating ones to, to sort out. Mm. Um, and maybe also uh, change the soundtrack in Snowcloak. <laughs> yes. Snowcloak itself isn't a bad dungeon, I think. I think it's just uh, the the soundtrack that really pulls it down. Uh... I don't think I want necessarily rehauls of dungeons, but I would like to see visual upgrades of some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, even moving into like Heavensward, like Dusk Vigil, like if the underground bit was a bit ni- oh. more nicely lit, because it kind of goes a bit... Like, I like the the blue flames, yeah. but everything still feels mm-hmm. a bit flat in there. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um Hullbreaker Isle? That might get overhauled, maybe, if people oh, find it too hard. Yeah. I think... Which part? Some Maybe the last boss? Do people struggle with that? Are they fine with it? It's a bit nebulous as to what you need to do sometimes. Last boss of... That is true. Snowclock? Because it has the two different tentacles, isn't it? Oh, yes. That's right. oh, Wow, it's uh, been so long since I've done that dungeon. Yeah. I think they'll change up Tamterra Deepcrawl <clears throat> a little bit. <clears throat> Because mm. the the second boss still has that really annoying mechanic where if you just do too much DPS, you just die. Um, and if you're boss? second boss, but they are, I think it's it's one with the zombies on the ground. Tentara normal hard. Tentara hard. Tentara okay. hard. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the second boss. Oh, the spare yeah, yeah, yeah. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you just do too much DPS, which is really, really easy to do these days, you just wipe. Oh, right. Constantly. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and then Stone Vigil. It's just like, fucking get rid of those cannon. No one wants to do that anymore. <laughs> oh, God. No yeah, you're right. Like, Stone Vigil hard. Sorry. Com- yeah, yeah. They'd have to completely remake the fight. And also, they would still need to have it use the skilled diamond back because that is where you get it as a blue mage. Why not make it so well, you fight it normally and when it starts casting that, someone has to run to a cannon and do something? I have a feeling that's going to have to change because of the trusts, when they're going to add trusts to it, right? Mm. No, they won't. It's not required. 
if it's not required, it's an Oh shit, you're right. That's an optional dungeon. It's a hard dungeon, right? I really don't like that fight because it's really hard to solo that dungeon because of that yeah. fight. Mm. The only story dungeons that are left in A Realm Reborn are Snowcloak and uh, Keeper of the Lake. Mm. Every other dungeon is optional from my memory. Yeah, like most of them mm. are hard modes. Yeah. Mostly from 2.1 and 2.2 forward. Like all the dungeons are pretty good to like all right. Like yeah. nothing I would really complain mm-hmm. about. And in general to going into like Heaven's Word and Stormblood and Shadow, like I, I don't know. There's mm-hmm. no dungeon I'd be like, ah man, fuck this it's unplayable. <laughs> Some of them are like boring, like, like Temple of the Fist or something, but it's not like Yeah. Yeah. And st- you know. Even some heavens with dungeons have like archaic design, but I don't think they're going to change them because they kept a lot of the archaic design in a Realm Reborn dungeons when they did the updates. Like you still have to yeah. interact with a bunch of things that would they wouldn't include or bother with nowadays. Right. Yeah. No. I think of the stupid eggs in uh, Never Reap. Yeah. Yeah. Never Reap must be preserved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's been like I think actual years since I've done Never Reap. I've never gotten in a roulette. And like, I haven't oh, gone for ages. Yeah. But I, I but, tend but... not to do 50, 60, 70, 80 that often. Mm. No, neither do I. I try not to as well because I might get a 2.x dungeon and I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> That's the only thing that's stopping me. Everything yeah. else I'd be fine, but I really don't want to do that. The sad stuff. thing is I that just... roulette has most of the best dungeons in the game as well. It, mm. does. it does have really good dungeons. I just want to know why they haven't split it up. I think it's too many dungeons in one roulette. Yeah, I agree. So many. Yeah. Um, and it's not like weighted that well because you, you're going to get people who are probably on more like the story dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I haven't. Yeah. I can't remember the last optional dungeon I got like in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sincerely, like it's it's been forever. <laughs> yeah. I kind of miss optional dungeons. Me too. The last, I, do. I mean, we ha- you get two. You have gotten two. The last two expansions, we got the two. <laughs> You get the ones that unlock at level the capstone, and that's it. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's um, that's uh, that's that. Uh, Uzora, thank you. thank you for your your mog mail. Uh, next uh, mog mail. Oh, from no 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 no. Uh, <laughs> nice name okay. from Shinryu. No no no. No no no. Hello, speakers. <laughs> when I was doing the new alliance raid, I noticed something. Azema borrows mechanics from Ifrit, uh, Eden, and Phoenix. Panda? Pa- what's what's Pandemonium. 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 I see. Both of these creations are linked to Lahabraya and not Azem. Do you think I'm overthinking this? Also, sorry about your FC house. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, but it's cool. You probably are overthinking it, but... Uh, I mean, let's see. It's- Especially if we're going for the very specific Eden versus Ifrit, which is the Imagine least canon chaos. Ifrit. Yeah, it's made up by us. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, it had, think... if she'd taken an original Ifrit, maybe that'd be more interesting. I, I think it's just like a similarity thing. Like how most mm-hmm. dragon type enemies have like a, an Ochmorn or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. These kind of fire based enemies have some of these similar patterns too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Look at the other bosses as well, because you're only talking about Azema. Think about, like, does Byragot borrow anything from any well known other. Oh, I know, Weez, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I don't it, know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's pretty generic, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I would like it the... to be. Now I'm just thinking about the fact that if the horrible creations we made in 
Eden exist than like what horrible creations did Azim make in the ancient <laughs> world? Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, we're kind of fucked up, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think that's uh, that's it. Uh, no, no, no. I just, no, yeah. I don't think La Habrea would be involved in both raid series. This expansion. No. No, I don't think so. Um, all right. Well, no. Thank you. No, 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 no. Um, next, Mogmail. No, no. Uh, here it is. From Ennis Gwendolyn. Hello, from Phoenix. Gwendolyn. Hello, speakers. Just wanted to say thanks for continuing to publish shows. I always look forward to listening to your episodes while I commute so I can still ingest 14 content into my bloodstream while on the Jesus. move. Goodness me. Little drips of Norwegian is also great, being Norwegian myself. Ah. My question is more of a discussion about the depth of lore in the game that has its roots in fishing and the descriptions for each <laughs> fish. For example, the unidentified flying biomass 1 and 2, which can be found in Asus La and Ultima Thule, respectively. The descriptions reads, two, I didn't know that. The descriptions reads as follows. Biomass 1. Beyond the fact one can find it in the skies near the Habisphere, absolutely nothing is known about this lump of flying something. Biomass 2. Given its high uh, polymer resinoid shell, sorry, given its high polymer, given its, <laughs> given its mm -hmm. high polymer resinoid shell is so dense that it remains nigh impossible to open, some theorize that UFB2 is in fact a ship within which reside countless sentient, though nevertheless delicious, beings. The fact that this fish can originally be found in the zone with uh, such high volumes of elegant technology suggests that it has some kind of connection with them, and for some reason made it all the way to the edge of the universe in the construct of Meteon. The description of the second biomass suggests that it is in fact some kind of ship with aliens inside. Would this mean that aliens from so far away have been present in our star this entire time? And what could their story be? What kind of star could a seemingly flat mollusk come from? What are your thoughts? Thanks again for your efforts and wonderful show. Shout out to my pals and our FC, the Lucid Dreamers. Shout out to the Lucid Thank Dreamers you. out there. Um, mm -hmm. The deep fishing lore. <laughs> so we Eldritch knowledge. See, there's a lot, to be honest, if you read a lot of fishing descriptors, there's a lot of Eldritch knowledge in there. <laughs> yeah. Like the idea that Lullafell are fucking elegant constructs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't just put anything in some of these descriptions. Yeah. Also, I like that they called it UFB2. Yeah. Unidentified flying biomass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. The, I mean, yeah. first of all, we know that there are aliens on this planet because dragons. Mm, the dragons. Uh, dragons are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know about what if you're meant referencing UFB2 to being elegant though. Um, well, well, the idea—it's the, interesting because they're both UFBs, but like they're in completely different locations. Yeah, yeah, but they're only UFBs because they're unidentified. They yes. don't have to have any yes. relation. That's right. That's true. Um, it does. Yeah, but they say like it might be a ship within the with and what there are. Like, I like the within. idea of a tiny mollusk ship that just flies around. Yeah. Mm. Little I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we want to eat so badly, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. You could draw a theory that, like, uh, it's the equivalent of, like, an elegant, like, space drone, and that 
second one was one that they sent far into space, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Could be, I don't know. Other denizens of the dragon planet mm. that were just mm-hmm. chilling, you know? Like, Maybe. I, I mean, if they, if they saw one of them leaving, I mean, they could... What? They, have they were stuck on Midgard Soma's body like like barnacles. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe dragon scales are just mollusks. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Imagine, like, if they're all like. Uh, Every single one is UFBs, just a little mollusk. Twos, and, yeah. And then, you know, uh, Midgard Soma, like, he, he sheds some and then they crack open. There's like millions of little, like, oh, coming out. Do you not out. remember in um, the Churning Mists, that Moogle Daily, where you had to scratch the scales off the itchy yeah. dragon? Yeah. And you were just yeah, ripping yeah, yeah. off UFBs. You just see just tiny just little creatures like Yeah. <laughs> Is horrible horrible <laughs> um yeah no uh, i think uh, i think um what kind of star could a seemingly flat mollusk come from i mean like yeah like i said it could be midgardsormers we don't know anything about the yeah. the environment on that planet uh, we have seen glimpses of it but that's like at its end like at the end of its life i think but mm-hmm. um yeah um I mean, ultimate thule is necessarily real anyway a no lot, ulti- like, no I'm, I'm thinking about when we fight midgard stormer in the, oh yeah but like Omega. ufb2 yeah yeah could just be made more or less made up or no longer exist whereas ufb1 is a definite living thing or and what's their thing. goal what do these little mollusks mollusk ship people intend mm. huh yeah um okay well uh there you go thank you colonization um, hopefully Mm. Of all of Eorzea. Yeah. Um, we, we can do one more, but I don't have it. We can't put it on screen because it doesn't. Uh, we don't have it rendered. No. Nope. Um, so uh, pretend that it's going up now. Whoa. This one's from Larry Alice from Coral. Uh, sorry, did I did I thank the previous one? Uh, Innes, thank you, Innes. Uh, tuck, tuck. Uh, Malari Alice from Coral. Hi, speakers. Given the direction we're apparently heading for uh, 7.0 with the 13th, what do you guys think the, the cover job will be? One of the existing classes or perhaps a new one that comes with the expansion? Not the deepest question, but I find it fun to speculate. Since we've never had a casting class as the cover job, maybe Black Mage could be cool, giving its ties to the Void. Thanks, Malari. Oh, I would love that. that good on a box cover. Mm. Remember, yeah. I mean, if we are going to the void, they're not going to pick. I, I, as much as I would love Black Mage, I would love any casters to be acknowledged in any way. Black a Mage, job. Black Mage was a bit of a cover uh, job for a Realm Reborn for a little yeah. while. A little bit, yeah. Um, you would either see this, the Paladin one, or you would see the the Black Mage one. Those were like the two mm-hmm. main variations. I think they, I think all jobs were part of that. Like I think you could sometimes see the white mage one, but that's more like banner ads and stuff like online. Yeah. <laughs> but these were like the mm-hmm. big ones: the the paladin Rogadin and the black mage. I want to say Elizan. Elizan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Elizan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he, he was in the North American uh, box cover too, the black mage one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think Europe got Gaius or something like that. Weird one. Mm-hmm. A Realm Reborn was very didn't really know what they were yet. Like for, uh, they didn't know how to advertise the game. No, uh, but I, I remember this. I mean, this is the one I remember. The the Paladin one and the 
white mage one, but I no sorry the black mage one, but also the um, the Gaius one. The Gaius one I think was on. Yeah. Ooh, was it on the box art for some? No, it wasn't on the box art. It I was just... on the box art for like the PS3 version. Oh, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure, at least for Europe, and then NA got the, for their PS3 version. I can like, check. Uh... Well, I have the collector's edition, mm. so it might be different. But uh... we got the black yeah. one here. I think. I've seen the Gaius one still in some stores. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, that's completely different. But I wonder, does it have the invertible one so you can have, like, the normal one? No. No, this is the collector's edition. That's just the, the generic uh, yeah. art. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I, but I do, I do remember having seen Gaius, though. Um, okay. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> that wasn't oh, just threw it on the Black floor. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Do you think Black Mage is likely? Uh, I don't think the they like using casters. I agree. Well, it depends on the theme. I, I mean, I know they don't like casters too much, but it's the theme. Like, if it's going to just be still following this, we're all on going on an adventure. They'd pick something simple. Yeah. Um, they could even revert back to like. In archer or like a class, yeah, mm. or like gladiator or something. <laughs> I could see them going no. with whatever new job they end up putting in instead. Maybe that's possible, depending on what it is. Yeah, like if it's some kind of like melee job or something, they'll make that the poster. I'm so kind of like how Stormblood had the. I don't think we're getting another in. melee job. No. Two expansions in a row. It, it's all. It's kind of like we're just gonna have swords. Like that's it. Like that sells <laughs> swords. No, maybe no. it'll be a, a whip. A or whip? A, or you're thinking about a, the new whale? Right. A level 90 Quistus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reaper uh, could, if it Quistus. is a Void expansion, Reaper would work. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I was thinking Reaper because of the Void. But Weird, I guess. It's, it's really... more on the nose than Black Mage. It's like very much like <laughs> Void. Mm -hmm. They don't always really tie into like the actual expansion, though. No, they don't. It's more just... No light allusions to it mm -hmm. the worst was Stormblood because it had two they couldn't even decide well that was a great like just the whole expansion mailer they that was well, just true. they just couldn't yeah, decide they couldn't decide yeah um i really don't know what it'll be no maybe maybe a book class because you know we're gonna they're oh, not gonna that's gonna sell it's gonna sell in heaps they're of battles. not they're not gonna pick either scholar or someone someone oh. is more likely but i don't think they're gonna pick it it I, might sell if carbuncle's there like could you imagine like a full body render of like the meteor man and he's just like with his book out <laughs> <laughs> so badass uh yeah no I think maybe red mage red mage is good to sell red mage i actually yeah. think could work yeah Get that like full red, red mage, mage could work because that's they such a recognizable more... job. Yeah, mm -hmm. even more like a battle kind of look, mm -hmm. sort of like cloth uh, mage type stuff. Yeah, Maybe like yeah, do all the melee stuff. And it, it's and so it, cool. yeah, and it, yeah, like it has both melee and magic, so that's like a good compromise yeah. there. Yeah, but yeah. If they hadn't made Alphanoa Sage, I think that is the healer they would be most capable of turning into a cover job. Mm hmm. True. Mm. Yeah, the book jobs and white mage are definitely not well. Ma white mage could it is a recognizable job, but it doesn't look cool. That's the it problem. would look fine if they used the stuff with the face on it. 
<laughs> that would be funny. That would sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, there you go. Um, thank you, uh, Malari, uh, Alice from Coral. Uh, you can send in more Mogmail at speakersxiv.com slash Mogmail. We can't delay it any longer. It is uh, time. I'm at the, the edge of my seat. For the great discussion. <sighs> it is it has been a week um and we um hmm. well so third party tools in 14 mm-hmm. it's back again the topics this is much to say what's yes there's this is a lot so we need to okay Right. Let's just, for those that are unaware or don't know the full thing, um, some background. Uh, We've talked about this before multiple times. I think we've even had a great discussion about it at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. Third-party tools um, are a thing that has existed with A Realm Reborn, I think. I wouldn't say since it started, uh, but definitely at least um, two point. One. Oh uh, no! I, third-party tools existed in two point oh. yeah, they did actually. Yeah, you're right. Was they it, did what exist. was the the old one? Guild something? Guildcraft? Or uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, guild. The, the one that hooked into your FC chat or something. Guildwork. Guild. Guildworks. Guildworks. Something yeah. works. Um and um originally no one it was sort of shunned i think just originally like by most uh, you just didn't tell anyone i think guild works was accepted by the community though because it didn't actually do anything it it was essentially the um guild works was essentially uh, the um companion app before the companion app um mm-hmm. I, I remember it being slightly better cuz i remember you being able to like <laughs> use not hard <laughs> Using link shells while not online, but yeah, 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 which I kind of scary. I don't know how that worked to be honest. And I <laughs> that's black magic. Yeah, because <laughs> somehow my account is still logged in when I'm not. So I don't know. That that's kind of spooky. Um, yeah. So it was always uh, sort of don't talk about it kind of deal. Um, but then some started talking about it, uh, and it became quite a dramatic thing because some people would use well when we're talking about third-party tools we are specifically here talking about parsers damage parsers that will actually calculate your damage and then show it on screen uh, and, and not more. only and more but we'll just we'll we'll start simple it is that is essentially all it does it it checks calculates your damage shows that it also your party members now that's where the problem sort of started to come uh, to, to to develop because people some people would be unhappy with someone someone's damage and then would call them out and then there would be a witch hunt uh, where someone would be like oh this person does bad damage uh, this and then you'd have like a whole server like blacklisting a player this is like earlier realm reborn this was when this was happening like people would start blacklisting people for doing poor dps or whatever uh and then I believe this sort of went a little unchecked for a while. Um, 
I'm sure there was pushback. I think people reported to GMs and stuff, and then they would act independently. But there was like there was a feeling of sort of uh, <laughs> not anarchy, but I would say it just it just kind of existed, right? Bad people would witch hunt. Don't do witch hunts. That's why you know stuff like the subreddit would have like a that's like a rule on the subreddit: no witch hunting and all that. It's kind of part because of that all of that stuff that happened. Um, so. Yoshi P first started talking about this during a live letter. I want to say early Stormblood, mid Stormblood, maybe was that when he like really started talking about it when he had the the don't talk about it uh, comment. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think that was what midstream that happened or mm -hmm. something like that. He saw someone. I think was it speed hacking i think yeah or maybe floating something like that and he's like uh -huh, don't do that yeah <laughs> and that might have then led into yeah because at some point he's like well how do you feel about oh it was a q a maybe that when he actually like said don't talk about it but you can he essentially implied you can use it but don't talk about it uh it might have been a q a or something during a live letter maybe i don't remember um but yeah essentially don't talk about it. Don't tell anyone. Use it for yourself. But it is against the terms of service, so don't talk about it. Um, so it caused this like weird situation where people would use third-party tools, but would also not tell anyone that they were using it. But people were still using it. Everyone knew that people were using it. It was a weird time. Um, and that's sort of how things were for a while. Like, people were just mm -hmm. okay with that, uh, I believe. Uh, and then there was the big one, which was in late Stormblood, early Shadowbringers, when we got Around the dressing down <laughs> by Yoshi P, um, because people had been using... Um, at this point, the, the parser has developed... There are now plugins that can do a lot more than just tell you yeah. the damage calculation. Uh, it can it can show you what's about to happen before it has happened. And at this point, Yoshi P is like, okay, this is an actual breach of the terms of service. You are not allowed to do this. It was very it was a very aggressive. This was at the this I remember because this was we covered this live. This was during a live letter, and he spent like forty five minutes. Um, just going through how bad it is to use third-party tools. Um, unfortunately, mm -hmm. I, I don't think he was very... Um, even though it took 45 minutes, he wasn't that clear in like his messaging because now people started thinking, oh, but Discord is a third-party tool because now you can communicate with other players. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and then people started using that argument. Um, um, but essentially, third-party tools... Did, it didn't really change anything. Some streamers removed their parsers from screen uh, when they were raiding uh, for a bit, uh, um, but they, I, that didn't last very long. I, they, yeah. they came. That I never understood. Like I know, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you use it, don't use it. But like you know, it's a pretty like gray area for parsers. What does that do for you by showing it? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I want to say like some. If, if, Someone's just before you continue, just so we can kill that immediately. Someone says that he did say Discord in a clip. Yeah, later. That was not during that stream. Go on, Rolla. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's. I feel like it's a pretty like, ACT is pretty easy to just 
not have on your screen <laughs> when yeah. you're when you mm-hmm. like have a separate drag off. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that I don't get. Like, you don't have to show it. To, is that is it like an e kind of thing? Right. No. Yeah. I don't know. It's and also <laughs> it's like yeah, they because when Yoshibi did the first like no no no, uh, they panicked and removed it from the stream. And then you know, given some time, they slowly came back. It's like ah, it's been long enough. He, they won't. They won't mm-hmm. care anymore. Um, yeah, so that's one that's bad enough, like having the parser on screen. But the people that have additional add-ons that literally show what's about to happen, what are you mm-hmm. thinking at that? What are you th- what are you doing? Like for, first of crazy. all, you're cheating, uh, and well, we'll get into that, I guess. <laughs> well, what's what's cheating and what isn't? But uh, he um, and second of all, you're broadcasting that to everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Wild. Um, okay, so um, what? Else, did any developments before this? Uh, well, this this sort of kept going actually to a point that where um, before, like a. Uh, I would say a day or two before this post ended up on the lodestone, we were having an internal discussion, Mela and I and Georgi, uh, about <laughs> about this very thing. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, so we're fast forward to today. Um, these tools have now developed even further. There are so many things. Now you can see it, there are overlays that will literally show you when you can weave in your cast like mm-hmm. so you can like there are like every like there's so much there are graphical changes you can make to your yeah. game like your ui there's there's a lot of stuff you can do yeah modding and tool, third party tools have come a long way since mm. i would say i think they really picked up in shadowbringers mm. and mm-hmm. i think 2020 and 2021 is when i really started to like see a lot of new different tools come out that weren't just like explicit like bot tools you know <laughs> like yeah. other like uh, different kinds of stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so uh we've when the big wave of <laughs> of wow players came in that's one of the thoughts that i had is like oh that's a lot of new people that have not had that like big no-no from Yoshi P. They don't really know mm-hmm. w- what are like those rules are. Um and it's that's sort of when I started seeing like every other streamer mm-hmm. you clicked on had some sort of parser mm-hmm. or graphical modification mm-hmm. on just in plain view. Um because I think most like veteran 14 streamers that have been in the game for a long time know that you don't don't use third-party tools on stream. That's just yeah. A, yeah. As someone that doesn't know much about the World of Warcraft scene, does WoW have official third-party like yeah yes uh, like integration uh, in like like in the same way that they mentioned doing that back in Realm of War and it never happened? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there's a big one that's like developed alongside WoW. I, I forget the name of it, but even I remember even seeing it when I was playing uh, a long time ago, mm. where it like essentially tells you mechanics, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, deadly boss modes. Yes, yes, that's, that's it. Yeah. You know, and so it had that weird effect of well, the game's being designed around that, which I think has always been our biggest concern with fourteen. 
because you know if you're on if you're on PS3, if you're on PS or, or um, PS3 back there, PS4 now, PS5, you can't use any of that stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying that you got to remember every mechanic, but like a lot of it's at least doable to think on your feet. I, yeah. I would say and. That, I, I kind of like that sense of design, at least. It's yeah. not so necessarily true in in WoW, because there have been lots of recent interviews with Eon, whatever his surname is, um, where they mentioned, you know, do you design the fights with add-ons in mind now? And he says there's some of that in there, but we, we want to dial it back. And they have a very specific notion of these sorts of add-ons are okay and these ones aren't. So in, like, Wrath of the Lich King, there were add-ons which showed telegraphs for you which is mm. a big no-no for them. But they're fine with passes and call-outs and, mm-hmm. you know, loot finders and UI expansion and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's very much ingrained in their culture, but it's not in yeah. ours at all. Yeah, the, well, yeah, since you've mentioned the console role, yeah, just for those that don't know, that's also part of the reason why parsers are looked down upon is because console players can't use them. Uh, and 14 mm-hmm. is just as much a console game as it is a PC game. So The uh, thing is, are people using parsers in this game p- properly? I would argue the majority no. aren't. <laughs> the majority no. of people who use parsers in 14 think, mm, orange number, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> top of the list i'm good whereas the real thing you need to notice is the difference in damage between like a gray pass and a per- pink pass is yeah. a couple of hundred dps yeah like mm-hmm. a low a low successful pass and a high successful pass there's almost no difference mm-hmm. as long as you're hitting the number you need to clear the fight which is what stone sky c is for mm-hmm. you'll be fine yeah and that's mm-hmm. That's a, a large issue with pass in this game is no one even uses them properly. <laughs> they no. just want to have a competition for who can get the highest pass. Yes. Um, yeah, so now the problem gets a little more complicated when you start bringing in um, ultimates, where uh, mm-hmm. a lot there are a lot of eyes on the streamers that are streaming the fight and then people that... Pu- upload their clear later there's because some don't stream they just upload the clear later to show uh, yes but um some would have their third party overlay just on the screen uh which kind of leaves square enix and a or the devs in a bit of an awkward position because we have a tradition here in 14 that the producer director Miyoki Yoshida, uh declares the winner and congratulates them publicly mm. to like make sure that it was done uh, cleanly. Legitimately. Legitimate. Yes. Yeah. That becomes difficult when the, the team that clears, his, clears it has done so with a parser uh, or with some sort of third-party tool, um, maybe a tool that calls out mechanics. You know, there's there's a lot of things you can do with it. Uh, and some have been very shameless <laughs> in, in what they show. Um, mm-hmm. And that was seen um, during this world first. So... Uh, I'll. I think I'll read Yoshi P's post, and then we can have a discussion about the current state of parsers, mm-hmm. or um, and then we can move on to the other things that happened right after. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the post that Yoshi P posted on the uh, Lodestone regarding third-party tools. Hello, this is Naoki Yoshida, producer and director of Final Fantasy XIV. 
with the release of patch 6.11 and Dragon Song's reprise, reprise Ultimate, we've heard concerns from players about the use of third-party tools and the potential for game server em emulation. I've touched on these topics previously in live letters, but I would like to take this opportunity to formally address them. Please note that this will be a lengthy post containing difficult technical terminology and may not be of interest to the average player. Moreover, this announcement is meant to be read in its entirety, so I ask that you please refrain from sharing excerpts of this text out of context. So that's what we will do. We will just read the whole thing. <laughs> use of third-party tools. As stated in the terms of service for Final Fantasy XIV, the use of third-party tools is strictly prohibited. Players who are determined to be using third-party tools will have their accounts suspended or permanently banned for repeat offenses. Defining third-party tools. We have received requests from players asking that we define what tools are and aren't permissible, but to do so would require an assessment of all third-party tools available on the internet, as well as all gaming devices and their functionality. Unfortunately, such an undertaking, undertaking, undertaking is physically impossible, which is why we decided to simply prohibit the use of all third-party tools and software. By the same token, it is impossible for us to check what programs are installed on every player's PC. This is why we cannot identify and reprimand offenders 100% of the time. To offer more clarity on our process, here are a few examples of, rule, of the rule violations we prioritize for investigations. Use of tools that allow players to more easily complete content. Modification of the UI to display additional information. Use of packet spoofing tools any actions or public statements that promotes use of third-party tools. All reports of such activity warrant investigation and accounts determined to be uh, in violation of the game's terms of service will be suspended or banned, unless there is a significant change to the terms of service which would be publicly announced, this rule remains as is. Hacks, mods and risk of infection from malicious software. Hacks are alterations of a program that can allow for otherwise impossible things to happen. For 14, which relies on server-client communication, hacking is much more difficult than in, in, than in other online games. Moreover, our security measures are being improved upon constantly, and we will continue to bolster them in the future. Supplementary tools, known as mods, however, can do a number of things, such as display additional information sent by the Final Fantasy XIV servers on screen, or send false packet information to change the location of characters. In the case of the latter, we have systems in place to automatically check and inspect system logs, allowing us to immediately take action against cheaters when discovered. In short, the use of such tools will not allow players to automatically clear high-end content, yet carries a high risk of being penalized, so we ask that you refrain from using them. We receive many inquiries regarding infection by viruses and spyware that steal passwords after downloading third-party tools and plugins. To keep your system secure, we ask that you exercise judgment and refrain from needlessly downloading third-party tools or software of unknown origins. Uh, enhancements to the HUD and other UI elements. We believe that people use the aforementioned tools to expand the HUD and display more information because they feel that existing functions are insufficient for tackling high-end duties. In recognition of this, we intend to review the most prominent tools, and in order to discourage their use, endeavor to enhance the functionality of the HUD. 
Though it will take some time, we've, we're determined to make this happen, not least for the benefit of those who play on consoles. High-end duties and world races. It goes without saying that we're aware of world races for high-end duties. As the developers, we're proud to have grown into one of the few games where they're held, where they're held and it delights us to see so many players participate as well as spectate with great interest. But a race should be fair, and it's our earnest wish that participants don't use third-party tools. Indeed, we've only released duties that we have proven can be beaten with the game's standard features. Without a doubt, Patch 6.11's Dragon Song's, Dragon Song's Reprise is the hardest duty we've ever created. Some may compare it to the unending Coil of Bahamut, but taking into account our player's improved skill, the increased number of actions, and the more complex mechanics, this latest ultimate entry has the edge. So, to be able to conquer it in such a short time requires great individual prowess, teamwork, and support, and you can consider this, uh, this gamer thoroughly impressed. Because such races are unofficial, we usually limit our involvement to some, uh, to some comments after no a number of teams have cleared the duty. By offering our congratulations via the official Twitter account and confirming timestamps, we want to recognize your achievements and contribute to community excitement. However, if our recognition encourages excessive competition and controversy to the extent that players resort to third-party tools, I regret to say we may have to reconsider making comments in the future. Data mining and screenshot leaks. Due to an oversight on the development team's part, model data for the Dragon Song's reprise was present in patch 6.08 data. The data was mined, and the appearance of the raid's final boss was made public. Such data is normally masked and cannot be discovered, but this time it slipped through our checks. In addition, at virtually the same time the patch was released, a screenshot from a phase that players had yet to reach was leaked. We believe it came from an insider, and are in the middle of a thorough investigation. We refrained from making this known earlier, because it would make the investigation more difficult if the, suspects, if the suspect were aware of it. Such leaks are utterly unacceptable, for they not only undermine the efforts of the development and operations teams, but also take away from our players' enjoyment. They got blue fever. They took them down. <sighs> yep. Previously, when a major leak occurred prior to the release of Shadowbringers, we succeeded in identifying the culprit and took legal action. That there has been another leak despite this is deeply concerning, and in addition to bringing the offender to account, we'll take measures to prevent a repeat of the situation. Yeah, now, now, be it graphical resources or something else, there may be legal ramifications for mining private data via illicit means with the intent to make it public. Perhaps due to high interest, however, we've been seeing websites that openly release mined graphical data. As a show of our admiration for those who clear ultimate raids, we design their reward weapons to be as eye-catching as possible and to widely spread their images outside of the game could diminish players' motivation to earn them. I've made this request before and I make it again. Please refrain from disseminating mined data. Server really emulation. Quick. Sorry, what wrong? Sorry. Just really quick. I mean, yeah, don't, don't data mine stuff, but I think anyone was discouraged after seeing the ultimate weapon. No. I mean, well, but I mean, still, just, don't mine shit. Just don't, yeah. don't, and don't make a website. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, all right, server emulation. Um, the leaks outlined above have led to some speculate, uh, to some, t sorry, have led some to speculate that groups. 
I'll do that again. <laughs> the leaks outlined above have led some to speculate that groups may have used server emulators to figure out the progression timeline for this battle. However, Final Fantasy XIV is run by a variety of independent programs operating on a multitude of specialized servers, so to completely emulate its server environment outside our, our infrastructure is impossible. It would cost tens of millions of yen just to obtain the necessary servers. Without these servers and their proprietary programming, which, uh, which while one could potentially pull the client software and display model data and the like, the game itself will not operate. Even if one were to somehow accomplish such a feat, it would still be physically impossible to run the unique programming introduced to the servers upon the application of each patch before the patch is even released. The progression timeline for each duty exists solely within the, the server-side code, and it is never included in the patch data downloaded to the player's clients. I apologize for any undue concern caused by these rumors, which themselves were sparked by the aforementioned leaks, and once again assure you that we will conduct a full investigation to prevent this from happening in the future. In conclusion... Thanks to our devoted Warriors of Light, Final Fantasy XIV has grown into a titan among games. This means that it is now home to players from all walks of life, and not just long-time XIV fans, but those who have recently come to join us from myriad other game communities as well. Many more eyes are now on XIV, and posting about it garners a great deal of attention, which has changed how information is uh, shared online and spreads throughout the player base. With this in mind, I would like to encourage the development of a strong Final Fantasy XIV community by continuing to provide commentary as I have today. Truly, I cannot apologize enough for the many mistakes we made in 6.1 and the resulting disappointment in such a major patch. Nevertheless, we intend to forge ahead so that Final Fantasy XIV may continue to bring joy to as many players as possible, and we hope you will stay with us on this journey. Naoki Yoshida. Final Fantasy fourteen producer and director. There it is. A lot. That is a lot. Uh, we can sort of break it down, I guess. Um, so, uh, ha uh, okay, so on his definition of third-party tools, um, uh, tools that allow players to more easily complete content. So, I mean... Kind of vague. Kind oh, of vague, but vague. I think ACT uh, sp specifically, like that's the parser a lot of people would be using, w allows for that. I think isn't that the one where you can add stuff to like this, like show? Um... If you can do callouts that are automatic, uh, uh, if you can sort out like upcoming attacks. Um, if you can view other party members' information mm -hmm. on the UI, yeah, that you can't normally view, mm -hmm. um, and obviously if you can see outlines of untelegraphed attacks, yeah, there are things that mm -hmm. make it easier to clear. Mm -hmm. Those are different tools. Yeah, ACT is just the parser. Oh, callouts are mm -hmm. hacked bot, um, and then the the telegraphed attacks. That's a different thing as well. Okay, <laughs> some not... of them can be put through ACT though even some of the yes. like very expensive paid for I mean you've got to be sad to be paying money for these things but they can run through ACT okay which I think all right I, I mean there's so many these days it's it's gone ridiculous hmm um modification of the UI I'm assuming that sort of the same kind of thing showing additional information 
Uh, like, yeah. oh, don't put on the blue skin. Mm. Watch out. <laughs> stuff that you can see other people's cooldowns and stuff. Um, yeah. This 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 does not necessarily apply to like just modifying the client like the the hud like just to change the style but i think it kind of i think it also includes that in this uh, oh yeah if, mm -hmm. yeah well yeah because if there's an asterisk attached to that which we'll we can oh yeah right address the, the, later yeah there is an asterisk um did i include what the asterisk uh, means no? yes it is it's 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 two paragraphs now oh okay um is it it's here oh i can't see you two paragraphs down yeah, we read it. It's oh, just it's part of the title. Oh, yeah. It's um the way they said they were going to investigate and add to the UI themselves to try. Oh, right. Sorry. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, use of packet spoofing. I don't even know what that is. Like, what does That's that mean? For like uh, speed hacks and stuff. And oh, uh, just just cheating, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. how people in PvP can run faster than everyone else. And like, I, I have questions about that. Like, is why would you do that? Because people can see it. Because then no one can get you, though. No, well, they, they also... try and do it where it's just slightly. So, slightly. yeah, you have an advantage, but you might not notice it. So you like your mm. your sprint is slightly faster than others. Is that it's what you mean? It's fast enough that you have an advantage, but slow enough that the average player might not notice it. It's People okay. put a lot of effort into trying to not get caught doing these things, so they've they've yes. found sweet spots. But and at enough people point, do it. Why are you playing? Yeah, clearly people, heaps of people are doing it because I always hear people complain about it, and then mm. people still do it. So it's like they get banned though. Is the thing, or they take a while to what? get to those bands. Well, it's hard to like investigate properly. Then. I don't think I've ever noticed it. Would they announce them being banned though? That's the thing. Right. Because well, remember, you can remember see repeat offenders. Well, like, remember that they, they just post every week like these accounts have been banned for breaking the terms mm -hmm. of service. They don't really specify anything. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. Any actions or public statements that promote the use of third party tools? That makes sense. Uh, yes. I mean, we, we're not doing that. Let's just say that. So no, yes. we'll get banned. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, we mm -hmm. have. We are don't promote third party tools. I've been very clear on that, in fact. Um, yes. So, yeah, third party tools, um, don't do them. And I think if you especially like just having it, that's what I was going to talk about, like with for because some would defend like having the UI mods, for instance, to be like, oh, because I like the cleaner look of this. Yeah, it's just cosmetic. Yeah, but you are showing third-party tools and you are selling it to your viewers as like, exactly. oh, look how nice and tidy I've made my UI and here you are promoting it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like the, the, inner, the, you know, the less offensive ones that don't impact anyone, don't give you an advantage. Mm-hmm. This was that gray area that he was trying to keep for you. Yes. As long as you don't mm. promote it everywhere. But if this if is... you have to promote it, you will no longer get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think there, there was like this sort of, like I said, before this happened, it was like, you can have it, but don't talk about it. Just don't. And I think they also just kind of turned a blind eye to the people that used like UI mods, like just for the aesthetic purpose because mm. we were sort of all living in this like gray area bubble um that bubble has unfortunately burst 
Um, uh, hacks, mods, and risk of infection. So he talked about the hacking and stuff, because that is something I have never seen. But then I saw a Reddit post maybe like six months-ish ago, like it's a while ago now, where someone was actually like using emotes that they wouldn't shouldn't be able to in public oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. others were watching him do it yeah i'm like you're gonna get so fucking banned right now <laughs> it was like in the middle of limbs yeah like, it was <laughs> yeah um yeah uh people that hack 14 like what okay you just don't want to play this game then i guess bye um yeah, yeah um it brings up a sore point here, I think, it does mention mods here, which uh, we have talked about before, and this is a minefield, minefield I'm not going to step into, but uh, it, is, it is mentioned here. Um, he says, supplementary tools known as mods. Um, it is what it is. Uh, it is a breach of the terms of service as well. If we're going to be broad, we have to take everyone in here. Um, it, it's always been. I don't think they're changing their stance on it. They're just no, no. They're just reiterating. We've already so, talked I mean, about like, this mm -hmm. before. But if you're doing what you've been doing, you're probably fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it's essentially just don't sh post, don't show it anywhere. Don't don't upload. You know, don't no, don't no. stream with mods mm -hmm. on. Um, is what they're saying now. Uh, and considering, because he's this is very hot topic right now. So especially now, you would definitely get in. It's easier to get in trouble. We'll get, mm -hmm. we'll get to that. Don't worry, chat. We'll get to a certain. There's, there's a. Uh, I would say a blast from the past. Uh, from what I s said earlier um, about um, mods to this game. Uh, all right. Let's you see. like that he mentions they've received like support tickets saying. Um, I've been downloading and using ACT and Speedhack <laughs> plugins and also nude mods yeah. and I've lost access to my account. Could you please help Okay, like, all right, Mel. I'm all right, like, dude. Yeah, mm, all right. Why are you... Of course you're going to be risking infections on your computer. Just be, just okay. be sensible. Yeah. Um, so, and then there's the high-end duties on world races. I think this is the most... Obvious so this one. This is the sour. This is where it gets sour. Because I mean, in it in essence, this is what has ruined it for everyone. Is the yeah the do you really care if someone can complete Sestasha hard a little bit easier with their <laughs> right you know weaving mod or doing savage right. if it's not the world first if it's just you know an average savage someone grid, just doing some it's old neither content. here nor there yeah. I mean I we it's, it's bad don't do it but it's against the terms is, of service yes this is uh, like the the event every expansion we, that I look forward to when we discussed it uh we had this uh, analogy of like sports we had a sports mm -hmm. analogy going if yeah, you're we watching if you're watching the Olympics, you don't want the the contestants or what do you call them? The athletes uh, to That's be like, uh, uh, what do we call it? Doped. Like you don't want them to be yeah. on, uh, you know, you don't want doping, essentially. Performance enhancing drugs. Right. Yeah. But uh, or yeah. But if you're doing like a neighborhood race <laughs> uh, and uh, with like bikes and then you have, what did I call her? Grandma Johnson Grandma, yeah. uh, on Grandma an Johnson. electric bike. She's like 94. She's got asthma. 
you will allow her to use that electric bike. She's 94. She's old. Uh, we'll let her win mm. on her electric bike because it's a tiny little neighborhood race. No one cares. But if you're yeah. watching mm. the Olympics, you don't want to see the people just like fucking taking like drugs and just injecting it and just being like wild faced yeah. and Rather crossing like the finish the line, past, line past all the people that aren't. Right. Yeah. At exactly. that, at that mm -hmm. point. Um, yeah. Um, and that's sort of the same here. You don't want the world race to be won by people that are using um, things that make it easy for that them makes it win. easy for them yeah that's calling mm -hmm. everything out that's showing before it the stuff before it lands um yeah so that's the damaging one and also because it has way more eyes on it like people that don't even play 14 are now looking at the game right they're looking yeah. at this race um, maybe they're mm -hmm. on the fence playing 14 and then they see these world first players and they're using all these like add-ons and then they'll go mm, I want to play 14 and then they're downloading all these add-ons because that's what they did and then you have got that shit going as well yeah so that's that data mining uh, we've always been against we have super against we don't it. even cover I leaks hate anymore it. so it's um, mm -hmm. we don't want to encourage any data leaking. No. Um, it is interesting to see that they most likely got blue fever, so that's good. So. We never, we don't, Possibly, yeah. yeah, we never covered R blue fever. That's yeah, a industry killer right there. Mm -hmm. we, cover, we covered that they existed, but we didn't cover anything that they announced. No, mm -hmm. no. Um, okay, uh, and then server emulation. Uh, essentially, it can't ha happen. So that's just yeah. a rumor that someone's thrown out there. Um, that was a yeah. big JP rumor for uh, the because of uh, the first clear. Um, a lot of people, not, not everyone obviously, but there was a lot of accusations of like cheating and server emulation, which is insane to think. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, uh, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into this game to get your numbers. Yeah. How would they do it for the world clear the, the world first clear though how would they have their own private server with the latest version yeah I, yeah I, why not just practice on the live server if it's just exactly. released? It's, i don't understand how that works but that is a I, weird rumor that someone made up there's a lot of fake information out there as well um yeah so this happens um the community um starts there's a huge the community splits as it always does in Very these split. cases um because a lot of really people weird arguments well i i understand them. some of so <sighs> the thing is we used to have this gray area that we were in where we would sort of not no one would talk about the fact that they used like act <laughs> for instance mm -hmm. but um now that's sort of being demonized and now there are these like purists that are going around actually we'll, we'll get to that <clears throat> but um yeah so so the people that are used that have been using act for, for a long time now feel like they're being like targeted for something that they mm -hmm. sort of were told by ocp a while ago that it was okay to use just don't talk about it that's mm -hmm. essentially what he said last time this was addressed just don't talk about mm -hmm. it um 
And now the Some other would argue side that streaming or uploading videos is talking about it. Yeah. That's true. I 100% agree. I have never, uh, I have done it again. Weirdest thing for someone to do is to just openly have a parser on screen. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. That you're you're li literally talking about it and in a way promoting it. Um, but yeah, um, so that's so the but the other side now now feels like they are righteous. So they are now mm. firing back all with the the. You know, they are the holier-than-thou crowd now, and there's, like, a lot of that, like, looking down on the, the people, uh, and that has led to some quite horrible uh, stuff. Um, so we'll get to something that uh, sort of got the fire started, uh, which was uh, <sighs> the world first of the Ultimate. Uh, the Clara video was taken down by, four, uh, by the devs... Um, so uh, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna read this article actually because it, it's very easy to sum up. It's it was essentially copyright struck by mm -hmm. the by Square Enix uh, and thus taken down. They uh, when um, uh, who did this article? This is um, USA Today actually. Um, they reached out for a comment, and um, they 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 said they will not be able to provide additional comment beyond the existing lodestone post. So that's it. So it sort of confirms that they took it down because they were using third-party tools. Mm -hmm. uh, and this started mm -hmm. happening... Uh, I don't know if this happened to other videos that, uh, of the Claire or whatever, but it sort of showed that Square Enix were now ready to like take this shit like this down. This is the most high-profile instance. <clears throat> if there are other cases, they're not as discussed. Developing situation, you could say. So we don't know all the details, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, and then... What... What happened is... Um, this... Uh, what I said about the, the side that now feels righteous. Um, the the non-third-party tool um, people who may not... I have a feeling that a lot of the people that are on that side also used third-party tools or may still even do it, but they are just, mm. you know, they want to be the righteous now. Uh, they are now uh, doing... Remember when I talked about the earlier Realm Reborn witch hunt? Well, we're back mm. to that, folks. Uh, they're back. Uh, they're witch hunting. Um, actually, reporting streamers that are using um, overlays, mm. mobs, whatever. And they're, like, specifically targeting certain people um yeah. is that the kind of community so, we want to be yeah um this sideline doesn't even fully explain what's occurring here in the sense that my understanding of this story is that originally on japanese image boards there were people that started uh after the world race was won by a european uh team mm-hmm there were people on some of the worst of the Japanese image boards that started to say, saw this as like, well, um, Yoshi P has officially endorsed these. And then when he didn't, <clears throat> then they took it, they went out of their way to start doing this towards Western streamers. Mm -hmm. And then in response to that, 4chan did in a retaliatory action, did the same thing to Japanese streamers. Yes. 
Um, so it's not even necessarily yeah, just yeah. yeah. It's not even necessarily just that like sense of righteousness. It's a sense of just like I don't know xenophobia. Maybe racism. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. It's uh, um, it brings back memories from earlier Realm Reborn, but it's like at a different level now, and it's um, yeah. This is what happens, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's uh, there's more to this. Uh, uh, one of the uh, ultimate clearers was also jailed mid progression, mm -hmm. um, and were told to turn off the stream, and then they were game banned. So um, yeah, they're taking it very seriously now. But come on, we don't have to. We don't have to do the reporting shit. Uh, I mean, if you see, that's the thing, though. It's it's sort of the right thing to do as well, you know. To, you know, it's a weird situation. I don't like witch hunting though, because that's obviously targeted. That's done yeah. to get someone, and that's not okay. It's that's like, actually against the terms the of service. It's remember when they added that? That was a thing mm -hmm. that happened yes. in the JP community originally. That was like a big problem. Then it was put into mm. the terms of service. Um, it's a yeah, it's a double double edged sword, as Ted is saying. It's a balance between witch hunting, and then like a desire to not be seen as a snitch. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, if you are like so, so here's how I've always viewed this. Like the 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 when I think it's right to report someone is when you're in a party with someone who's clearly using a third party tool either by saying it or you can see them like I didn't, I've never seen that but if someone's like you know jumping around uh, unnaturally at that point you're supposed to report that's kind of your mm. you're, that's that's yeah. how it works right if someone is harassing you for doing low dps uh then you mm. can yeah. report them but that's the thing it's when they're harassing you because if they're mm -hmm. just mentioning most people will just sort of like whatever yeah 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 that's true that's true. Except, except for the people that we mentioned in the previous story, where there are people that will specifically like go out of their way to report people like this. But most people will be like, "Okay, it's not hurting anyone. I'm not going to do anything about it." Right. Yeah. It's too much effort to go out of my way to do anything about it. Yeah. It is kind of annoying to report people in this game. They don't. It is. For you. <laughs> that is true. The mm -hmm. only thing that's easy is like RNT bots, but you can't. You know, mm. that's that's it. Um, yeah. Um. I mean, our stance is obviously that you shouldn't use third-party tools, but um, yeah, I think things have gone a little too out of hand. To me, this post by OCP is just sort of reiterating what we already knew. Uh, obviously, mm -hmm. things have slid out a bit. Like people have been too relaxed in terms of like how they use third-party tools. Uh, again, if you are streaming with your with an illegal tool on stream, then yeah, mm -hmm. you're gonna get in trouble. That's yeah, <laughs> you you agreed to those terms of service, uh, uh, that, that those those terms of service when you started playing the game. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it's just mm -hmm. how it is. It's, I think there's definitely some nuance to be said about a lot of stuff in this um, because there's a lot of I'll say 14 in general for like different kinds of. I'd say physical handicaps, pretty accessible game. I mean, just having everything yeah. being able to be 
uh, keybind to anything. Mm -hmm. Solves like 90% of problems, I feel like, already. Yeah. Um, but then I think when we get to things like uh, being colorblind, right? Yeah. 14's colorblind thing is really bad and not great at all. Really? Like, your solution to that is... Well, no, no, it's one of the better ones, but it is still not perfect. Yeah, because yeah. colorblindness is like, you can have so many variations, though, of yeah. colorblindness. It, yeah. Yes. There is, it is a really in-depth thing it's, to do. Yeah. It is, it's restricted in the sense that there's only, like, four or five main settings in 14, whereas, as Rollo and you two are saying, it's a spectrum of what it means to be colorblind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they... And they continue to use a lot of the, the like even popular colorblind uh, colors, mm. <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. I would think as an accessibility thing, that'd be kind of like a like, hey, maybe don't use these colors like this. It'd be yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, but, like you get into things like G shape, which I mean, no, I, I think they just don't want you using that for contest, really. They um, have no. So the, he hasn't specifically mentioned that here, but I'm pretty sure that he get, that was given the all clear, like the at least reshade, like um, as like. A, oh no, reshade is. But he has spoken about reshade and said that that is fine because oh, all yeah. it does is adding a filter to the screen, which mm -hmm. doesn't yeah. affect the game at all. So that's okay. fine. Yeah, there's that, and but then there's like more complicated things that I agree from an accessibility standpoint, but there's, you know, the rule that says no. Yeah. Uh, like, um, don't like people, there are people who have like mental disabilities mm -hmm. that have troubles with like, um, like usually short term memory or even just other or, um, comprehending some visual information. So that's something where callouts are like call out bots are really good for, mm -hmm. uh, like hackbot. So, I mean, and they'll use it for, you know, normal play or even high-end play. And it's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, that person should be able to play the game is my, is my idea. And then when we start getting into um, the category of like, okay, just don't ask, don't tell, don't ask, don't tell. Mm -hmm. That also kind of muddies the waters as well because it just makes those kind of how do i say it one it makes those tools harder to find if they actually help you whether they are or not against tos two it makes it difficult to bring uh, the actual complaints in terms of accessibility up mm. uh to developers because it's just kind of shunned down or you're told to just use the tool mm. or people just don't listen um i think a really good example um just for Normal play. Uh, I have a friend who has really, really terrible uh, migraines that are triggered by some visual effects and like sound effects. Mm -hmm. um, the sound of holy, along with the visual, really, really triggered that for them and would just give them like really bad headaches. So one, they didn't play white mage. Two, they would either leave dungeons that have white mages or, or parties, or they just had a really shitty migraine the entire time. Right. Um, and then there is a pretty simple tool. That don't just don't say I, it. I, I'm not saying anything. You I'm don't say the name. There's a simple tool that removes the visual mm -hmm. uh, and the sound for it. Okay. So just like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Perfectly able to play the game. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then there's God. 
then there's the ping one, uh, which I think kind of falls under the packet manipulation technically. Oh, stuff so, like no ping and stuff? No, not like no ping. There, there's oh. a, I won't say the name. There's a different one. Okay. Uh, but essentially, it, it they, the, 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 the example that they had for this tool is that if you were playing in the uh, Korea uh, and you want to play in the NA servers, um, the tool would, it was a ping mitigation tool. So you know how there's that really, really bad bug. And I don't know if any of you guys experienced this because I think Georgi might. Um, it is when you're doing your normal GCDs, like the GCD, you know, goes off and you try and do your OGCD, but you're still stuck in the animation for the GCD. So you're clipping mm -hmm. every like every single time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yes. um it 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 you know, it makes it really difficult to play. And that's kind of like not expected, obviously. I mean, there's always the thing you should always be pressing buttons, but it can be difficult if you're always, you know, clipping. And this tool just makes it so you don't clip. Mm. Yeah. Right. And that's like a that's a game gameplay thing. I mean, like they say, you can play the game under 200 ping. But uh, in my experience, because I experienced this when the move the servers, like I always say this, but um, when the servers were in Canada, my ping was like 40, 30, right? Mm -hmm. And when I was playing Ninja back then, when you know you had to clip to use your mudras, um, it was it felt great to play. Like I got everything was smooth. It was great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they mm -hmm. moved the servers to kids to the West Coast. And now mm -hmm. on certain jobs, I can definitely tell when like, like, ooh, mm, I, I clip there. And it's not like for, I mean, obviously I'm not the most skilled player ever, but I can tell when sometimes like I, the server just kind of fucked me up a little bit and I was stuck in the animation. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, I can't do anything about that. Right. Literally nothing I can do. It's the same on European servers. It's the same on West on the American servers because they're both about the same distance for me. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the whole, I only say this as not to be like you, you should mod, you can't mod, you're evil if you mod, you're evil if you don't support mods or tools or anything like that. But I think there is a lot of nuance in this conversation, uh, and it's not as black and white as we want to have it. Well, what and, I what I would mm -hmm. say about that is that well, it's tying to what Yoshi P posted. They're looking into adding stuff for that people want, mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. I think that is a better solution than risking. Because he also brings up some tools are tech are like dangerous, like they're malware. Like if you just want, uh, I yeah. want a uh, mod that can change this visual. Square Enix has no quality assurance on that. They have no, you can be installing a virus that just destroys yeah, your I'm, life. So, <laughs> that, hey, that's on you straight up. I mean, if you downloaded, I mean, but, you know, big dicks of Skyrim and right. it, it wasn't okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, again, um, they did say that they would, they were looking into adding some stuff that people want. We do not condone the use of mods or third party uh, um, applications. Uh, mm -hmm. We support Yoshi's statement. That is all. We need to wrap now because Georgi has to go to work. Uh, so we <laughs> we will we will go into the post show, but without Georgi. Uh, so uh, we will see you there. Thanks for watching. Uh, remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxv, twitch.tv slash speakersofheidel, and youtube.com slash speakersxv, exclamation discord in chat if you want to join our discord server. If you're watching on demand, link is in the description. If you, uh, send us, if you want to send us mugmail, speakersxv.com slash mugmail. 
Um, that is that. We will see you uh, in the post show if you're watching live. If not, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Eidolon, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv, or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.